The Bachelor is this escalated process where they get like three dates and they're they're gone. But this is like they move in together and then they have to have the challenge of living with someone and you see the fights and the real talks and the stuff they have to work out. And then they're planning this wedding. And like, for me, there's no other show that really gets in behind the scenes like that. The reason you were so connected to these couples and you wanted to see who made it and who didn't was because of like, like you looked at each one of them. And for me, it was like, those two never would have dated in real life, but they fell in love without seeing each other and their lives are so different. Can they make it work? This is Brittany. And I'm Kaylee. And you're listening to the Spicy Margaritas Podcast. Where the drinks are stiff, not the interviews. Each week, we discuss all things entertainment with some of your favorite personalities in the industry. To learn their stories and get an unfiltered look at life away from the camera. And why the margaritas? Because they're awesome. And helps keep our conversations a A little little on the spicy spicy side. Welcome back, everybody. We are now on episode eight of the Spicy Margaritas podcast. And if you guys were able to chime in last week, Kaylee and I kind of went off a little bit on a tangent about how we're feeling about the whole coronavirus thing going on right now. And surprise, not really a whole lot has changed. I mean, let me take that back. A lot has changed, but yet we're still quarantined. We're still going, we're still bored. I literally saw on Twitter earlier today, somebody said, I don't know who all needs this out there, but today's Monday, just in case you didn't remember. And I feel like that pretty much sums it up. I mean, I finally showered today. (laughs) Me too. It feels like that time between Christmas and New Year's when no one really knows what day it is. Nobody's really working. We're all just kind of eating ourselves into my 600-pound life on TV and... (laughs) all of our three weeks worth of snacks are gone in three days. Like, I know you're all feeling me on that. It's crazy though, because I work from home normally. I should not feel this affected by it, but I think it's the whole, when you're told you can't do something, it makes you anxious because then you want to do it. I'm like, what do you mean I can't, you know, go to the gym or can't do this or whatever it is. And it still disrupts your norm. Like it does your norm of getting up and going to the gym or going to grab food or you know, just anything because you're trying to stay home no matter what. But And this was interesting for me. I found pure joy in just slowly shopping at Target yesterday. I went to go get a few supplies. For, I went to get some eggs, some food, um, and a few supplies because I'm going to start this whole um, like happy hour segment thing. And I just like took my time because, you know, there's only like so many people there. It's quiet. And I think it just, it was the little tiniest shred that made me feel like this was normal life to be out yeah. of the house. So maybe I took yeah. advantage of my shopping trip, but well, I'm back at home. And for those of you listening that aren't watching on YouTube, <laughs> I'm just in a t-shirt, actually one of our Broken Spoke boutique t-shirts. Shout out to our sponsor. Um, meanwhile, Brittany's over here looking like she's going to the goddamn <laughs> So I'm taking this quarantine very seriously with minimal showers and sweatpants, but I cannot say the same for you. I'm <laughs> taking it very seriously too. Like this is the only way I can get myself motivated. I can't be in sweatpants like all day. Although I will admit, I don't really have pants on right now. <laughs> I mean, I have some pants. I have my it's business, business on the top, business on, on the, the top party on the bottom. I'm half ready. Cause I'm going to film a segment after we do this and uh, I'll put pants on for that, of course. But yeah. So lucky for you guys at home, you can't see what I got some camel shorts on going on right now. <laughs> 
And I've almost finished an entire bottle of Elephant tequila just in the last few days with my margaritas. So we can't be in quarantine too much longer because I'm running out of alcohol. <laughs> That's what everybody keeps saying. I think we're all, we're either turning into alcoholics or we're just tapping into the natural alcoholics inside of us. Um, I'm curious if liquor and beer and wine sales have increased like tremendously because everybody keeps posting. I think my favorite that I saw was I bought two weeks worth of wine for the third time this week. For the third time. That's me. <laughs> yep. We make more alcohol trips than food trips right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we've got a quick little margarita segment for you guys sticking with the theme of things. We're going to show you another recipe and then we're going to try to not talk too much about the coronavirus today. We'll spare you because if you're anything like me, I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of talking about it. But we do want to touch a little bit on how we and maybe some of you guys are entertaining yourselves while we're stuck at home. And I don't know, Kaylee and I, I think we might talk a little bit kind of about some of the shows that are on Netflix right now that everyone seems to be finding enlightenment in while we're bored. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we'll have that coming up for you guys in just a little bit. This season on Spicy Margaritas, we are partnered with El Afon Tequila, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you more about them. Based out of Texas, but master distilled in El Salto, Jalisco, Mexico, El Afon Tequilas are made from 100% blue agave and offer four different varieties, including Blanco, Reposado, Añejo, and Extra Añejo. When I was first introduced to tequila, I stuck to primarily the Blanco varieties, which are the clear tequilas you see served in margaritas or other mixed drinks. Blanco is the truest flavor of the blue agave because they are unaged and bottled directly after distillery. Now that my tastes are a little more refined, I do enjoy a nice Reposado tequila, aged in oak barrels between 2 and 11 months. The oak gives it a nice, mellow taste and pale color, still keeping the blue agave taste, but very gentle on the palate. Now there are also premium vintage Añejo tequilas, which are then aged in white oak barrels for over a year. The longer aging process gives it a stronger, more complex flavor profile, and these are great for sipping or works well if you're cooking sauces and desserts. We encourage you guys to check out and indulge in your favorite El Afon tequila, Find them online at elafontequila.com and Instagram at elafontequila. We need sombreros next season on the beach. I told her, I said, we'll do season two in, in Destin where she lives. I said, let's get there sombreros and walk the beach and make our videos. <laughs> that sounds sombreros like a plan. Sombreros and bikinis. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good plan. Hey guys, we're back here at the Gatsby for yet another recipe with Jake, who is the owner here. And last time we talked about a classic margarita. Today, I'm excited because he's gonna show us a recipe for a spicy margarita, which I love and Kaylee hates. But she said she's gonna try it today. I will try it. And it's the name of our show, so how can I not? Exactly. She's gotta earn her right to be on this podcast. Yes. Jake, tell us what you're gonna put in it. All right, so this tequila is infused with hibiscus, and then the rim is salted with the ginger, citrus, and habanero sea salt. Habanero sea salt. And then, that depending dangerous. on your preference, we can add cayenne pepper or not. So then it's then it's the, the regular ingredients of a regular margarita. So your tequila base, your Cointreau, your agave syrup, and your lime juice. Just added the ginger, ginger, citrus, habanero, and the hibiscus. 
Habanero Ooh. sounds really hot. Habanero <laughs> does sound really hot. Spicy! I'm excited. So I had pre-infused the tequila and the habanero just so that it had some time in the, in the process before you guys got here. There's the dried habanero, and that's what turns the tequila this lovely shade of pink. How long do you infuse that for? Uh, I did it for about 24 hours. You could do more, you could do less. Uh, if you were to use some high pressure system like a, like a whipped cream canister and some nitros, then it would, it would do a lot more infusion, would push that product into there a lot more. But a more natural process is just giving it overnight to, to sit in the juices. Here we're doing the orange flavored liqueur, the Cointreau. And then we're going to use, again, the agave syrup, just to add a little sweetness to go with that spice and make it a little more natural tasting. So that tequila, the original flavors are really brought out. Love that sound. Love that sound. Pouring it into the glass now. Again, that rich pur purple and pink color comes from that habanero mixture. And there is your spicy margarita. All right, so this is our tequila infused with hibiscus with uh, citrus, habanero, and ginger spices on the rim. And this is your spicy margarita. Who'd like to try it first? You know she's gonna make me try it first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I wanna see your reaction. So it's does so everybody listening to this podcast, and guess what? Hey guys, at least she looks fabulous drinking it. I mean, look at that hair, those nails, the same <laughs> colors that drink right now. That's true. Girl, anytime someone says, oh, you like pink? <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay, here you go. Maybe your face will turn pink after drinking this. <laughs> oh. Okay. 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 I probably would have had a much worse reaction if he had put the hot sauce in there. I, I, I bet that's true. When somebody says they like spicy, do you usually ask how spicy? Yes, like I it? ask how. Same thing with like Buddy Mary in the morning. It's how spicy do you want it? Because I can do whatever you want. See, I like. I got some salt in my teeth there. <laughs> I like the spice because I was talking about how when you muddle the fruits and stuff, mm -hmm. and then the spice just gives it a little kick. Yep. I see a pink drink and I want it to be fruity. That's just the way my <laughs> mind true. works. It is fruity so, though. It, it does have very good flavor. Yeah, that's very delicious. Not what I was expecting. So once again, what are the ingredients in the spicy margarita? So regular tequila, hibiscus for the infusion, and then uh, your agave syrup, Cointreau, uh, lime juice, and that's it. Classic and basic like me. <laughs> is, it basic B? is it pronounced hibiscus? I I hope so. I don't know. I was like, I've been saying it wrong all these. There's so many words that I've never actually known if I'm pronouncing them right. So. I mean. Sure. I don't know. Lush, vibrant, and floral. <laughs> well, Kaylee, so how exactly are you keeping yourself entertained? I mean, I know you're working a lot because that never stops, but are you getting stir crazy? At least a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I've had a lot of my friends post puzzles. They've been doing a lot of puzzles, like thousand piece, crazy detailed, should take weeks to do that they're finishing in two days. My sister being one of them, her and my brother-in-law have really gone hard on the puzzles. Um, I actually bought some at Target. The lady told me that I was the 20th person today to buy a puzzle. That was 
couple, maybe like a week ago. I haven't gotten a chance to do them yet, but I know that that's something a lot of people are doing. Um, what puzzles? Mine are just artwork. Honestly, there was like 10 left to choose from. At this point, nobody cares. Just give me the damn puzzle. At this point, it doesn't matter. I just need something to do. I found some more books today, too, that were buried in my room um, so I can read. And I've actually made it a point to get outside and walk around my neighborhood um, every single day, at least 30 minutes, between 30 minutes and an hour. So that's where I listen to all my podcasts and get caught up and get some sunshine and some fresh air and... I know fresh air is huge right now. It was, I mean, you're in Florida, of course, it's beautiful there, but it's been chilly here. And then the last couple of days have started to warm up where it just, oh, it feels so good to get out and be in the sun. And I'm thinking if we have to be quote locked at home, at least if the weather is nice enough, you can be outside, you know, reading the book or I went and got my rollerblades out of storage because, you know, I put them away and when I did my move and I'm the first opportunity I get, I'm going to go out rollerblading. I know that makes me dorky, but it's good exercise and it's therapy for me. And yeah, I, I freaking love it. People make fun of me all the time because I still rollerblade. Yeah. I haven't been rollerblading since like 1995. Yeah. So well, you're welcome. <laughs> bringing the scrunchies and the rollerblades back just so you know. No, we're leaving the scrunchies in the past. We're not bringing those out. Girl, I have to use scrunchies now because my hair is breaking from all the times I've colored it. Like the little tight rubber bands break my hair. So I switched over to scrunchies. I try to stick with black so they're not, you know, yeah. They're all ugly. Well, it in junior high, color they are. They're junior all terrible. High, I had, I think, rubber duckies, like the ducks were really popular. The frogs. Did you ever get into any of that? Do you know what I'm talking about? The smiley faces and the aliens. I had never wanted any part of scrunchies. <laughs> ever. You've always been way too cool. <laughs> yeah, I had a scrunchie collection and even like some of my jewelry. It was all like when I was growing up, that was real popular. It was alien heads, um, ducks, frogs. Peace signs were a big one. Oh, have you been challenged to the push-up challenge yet? Okay, I, going around? I have. I have seen a few challenges that I have been tagged in. I have never been a person to partake in social media challenges, and I haven't yet. <laughs> but by this time next week, who knows? <laughs> have you done? My it? favorite response to that was the orange push pops. Oh. It says the only the only push up challenge I'll be participating in, and it was a picture of a push pop. So, what is the challenge? You just have to do so many push ups and then tags, and then what tag ten people or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there could be worse things. At least people are getting some exercise in. Well, we're all going to look like the Hulk after this if we all keep doing ten push ups every day. <laughs> it's like prison. <laughs> you got Basically. nothing else to do but read and do pull ups and push ups. And <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, and there's been a lot of quarantine TikTok challenges too, like getting families involved, a lot of new dances, a lot of like <laughs> drink every time your kids do this or that. Um, Have you heard the one on TikTok when he goes, oh, I'm sure you've heard it because we always see the same ones. Um, I'm in the house board and I'm bored in the house. I'm in the mm-hmm. house board and I'm bored in the house. <laughs> there was a really good one that the kid walked around and everything he touched in his house where it yelled, coronavirus yep. coronavirus and he tried and like those were really funny um i don't know there's it's good entertainment tiktok could take half my day if i let it so well at this point I, i'm torn in the middle because part of me wants to be like i got nothing else to do but i 
literally have plenty to do because as an entrepreneur, you know this, like we don't get holidays. We don't get paid time off. So we're quarantined at home. Guess what? Our job doesn't really end. Although I will say, um, I've had clients, um, that are holding back or scaling back or are questioning whether they want to renew because of everything going on. So even though in the moment I still have contracts playing, it does make me nervous for the future because nobody's safe at this point, you know? So that really I have sucks. one client that's lost everything. She was tourism based and all the vacations that were canceled to Destin. Um, I don't think that they'll be able to keep me on. Um, and then I have another of my businesses that's currently closed because they can't even do to go orders right now. Actually, two of them are closed. Um, so it's kind of like, hmm, who knows how many I'll still be working with. But it, it is what it is. It's part of the nature of the business and you do all you can to generate them revenue when they do reopen. So surprisingly, one of the things I miss is bartending. You know, I picked it up as kind of just side income and to get myself out and socialize. I'm not sitting at home working on my computer all the time. And I ended up loving being around the people and I miss it. So I, on a whim, when somebody asked me a week ago or so, if I would start showcasing some of the margaritas like on Instagram live, I was like, you know, this could be fun. Maybe I'll just bartend on my Instagram for a while and have like a virtual happy hour. I mean, granted, you have to supply your own drinks, but I don't know. It could be fun, you know? So that's kind of one of the ways I'm going to entertain myself because I love to have drinks and I love to just talk about stupid stuff, real stuff, anything. At this point, I want to talk about anything that doesn't involve corona or a virus in it. I'd be totally Mm -hmm. fine with that. Yeah. There's been a lot of virtual happy hours. Um, And I even had like a morning coffee one where there was like 12 people on and it was just a Zoom call and we all just chatted. But isn't it hard? I haven't done one of the... I have my first one tomorrow. I got invited to one. But I would think there would be so many people talking at the same time. It would be hard to... Because you know how computers fade in and out like when somebody talks and it cuts another person out? I don't know. What was it like on your calls? It was... I guess it kind of depends on the topic and whether or not everybody wants to chime in because we did... We actually did two with the same group and within 45 minutes we were like, okay, well, we're good. And everybody got to say something. And um, I think the point is just so that you don't feel so isolated. And it really was helpful when people are in your same industry because you can talk about how we're dealing with it, which clients are struggling, who needs more help, brainstorming, things like that. So, um, I mean, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like going forward... um, I would even, even if we can't all get together in person, that's something I would love to see continue out of this. Just more virtual calls. Yeah. So it's weird because there are obviously some negative things that are going to come from all of this, but it also is opening our eyes to, I mean, we already knew how connected we were, but again, when you have the options to do other things, you don't think about it. And now we're all like, we have nothing really but the internet connecting us with human beings right now. And we imagine how crazy we'd be if we didn't have that to not have any sort of social aspect. But personally, I think when this is all over, I'd be happy to not do the online stuff. I like in-person interaction. I just, I'm a person of proximity. Like I could talk your ear off all day, but on the phone, I'm like, I got things to do. And, you know, when I'm FaceTiming, I'm distracted. I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. my personal thoughts. I liked to not have to get dressed or <laughs> do my hair or 
I wear glasses to one of them. I just don't care. I don't care anymore. This is quarantine. There's no rules. We do what we want. So do you think when everybody gets out of quarantine, they're just going to get dressed to the nines and just be on the prowl for entertainment and people and everything? Have you or seen you that meme that says, please invite me everywhere. I promise I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's how I feel. I put on my Twitter today. I was like, you know, when this is all over and done with, I just want to go to a theme park and I want to go on like all the rides. I just need something to like shock my system and give me some sort of thrill. I know a lot of people are spending time, you know, on Netflix and watching stuff, but I just, I've never really been a big TV person. Every once in a while I'll do, you know, some reality shows or documentaries, but I just, I want to be outside doing things and I mean, as of now, I don't think you can get in trouble for walking around. Can you, as long as you're distancing or has that changed? As long as you're, no, as long as your city's not on a full 24 hour lockdown, like they can't in California, um, like Redding and San Francisco and those places, like you can't leave your house. I think it's the same in New York city. Chicago just implemented it. Kansas city has a, like, you cannot leave unless you're an essential business. So it really depends where you live. Um, right now in Florida, we're under suggested quarantine, which basically means like you're still free to go do whatever you want to, but um, our beaches are closed, state parks are closed, restaurants are closed, bars, all that stuff. So there's really nothing to do. So it's kind of like, well, you might as well stay inside because you don't have anything else to do. We are so excited to have We Are CBD as a partner for this season. If you haven't tried CBD products, they're used for relaxation, pain relief, lowering anxiety, and more. We Are CBD has a variety of all-natural CBD products, including gummies, hard candy, honey sticks, vapes, oils, and even dog treats. I like the gummies, the peach rings, and the watermelon slices. They do have a great taste, and they help me relax. We Are CBD offers retail and wholesale options. We would love if you checked them out. Use code GETSPICY for 25% off your purchase at wearecbdstore.com. Now, I've never been, or I take that back, I am a TV person because even when I'm editing video, I still have TV on in the background, like, constantly. I, if I'm just sitting in a room with a computer, I will fall asleep. I have to have that, like, background noise. I have to have something else going on. I've always been that kind of a person. So I've really dug deep into the Netflix files because I'm kind of getting out of things to watch. Um but there's a couple things that I haven't quite jumped on board yet, like this new Tiger King that everyone's talking about. Have not watched that. I haven't yet either, but of course, I'm sure I'll find time to do it. You know what's funny, though? Um, I like the background noise, too. So usually when I have something on, I'm only like half paying attention. But it's, you know, most of it, you don't really have to be that focused. So here's the problem today when I was getting ready for this. I needed to put the brow gel on and I grabbed the tube very similar to my brow gel, but it is black as black can be mascara, right? And I'm like watching the TV and I quick looked down and did one swipe and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And it's waterproof mascara. So if one brow looks darker than the other, I tried to fix it, but <laughs> you might just have to deal with me. Yeah. I've never done that before, but that's why um, I can't watch TV and do things sometimes because I can't focus on both. <laughs> multitask. I used to be I able just... to multitask like no other, but that's changing. I'm like a one kind of one task thing now, but that's because I'm like super focused usually on what I'm doing. Have you watched Love is Blind yet? 
I've just seen the first couple episodes. I want to finish it though. And I heard they just got renewed for two seasons. Um, I was unsure about it before I started it. I had heard everybody talking about it and it's kind of like, oh, should we watch that or not? Um, I made the mistake of (laughs) starting it. And then by like episode four, I was completely hooked. Like I like half watched it the first couple episodes. And then when they finally like couple up and propose like they're supposed to and move in together, like crazy. And then you're hooked because you have to see who makes it and who doesn't. And then they all walk down the aisle. And then as they say their vows, it says, do you want to marry me? Yes or no. And so like they get to the wedding day, but like they don't all get married. And so you're kind of like, I mean, I stayed up to like 2 a.m. one night because I could not stop watching this show. Now, the problem with season two and three, because this is what I've heard other people say, is that it's going to be just like it's going to become just like The Bachelor Bachelorette, where the first season was so raw and real and the emotions were real because nobody knew what they were doing. Like it's like this reality TV show that nobody knew the rules to and everybody was figuring out as they went. Now that we've seen the episodes and we know how it goes, season two and three may not be as raw and real because they've seen how it all plays out. They know how to game the system. Just like with The Bachelorette, you know how to get to the end. Like it's not really your choice, but it can be like if you play the cards right. And so I think that that first season is going to lit, like set the bar so high that I don't know if two and three will stay up there. But I did see on some of my Facebook friends did apply for season two. So <laughs> we'll see who makes it. I think you should go on that. You oh, want a reality okay, show so times two? I have like so many things running through my head right now based on what you just said. Um, remind me to come back to the whole like applying for it. But my first thought is you and I are probably, I wouldn't want to say the most skeptical but we're pretty real. Like we enjoy entertainment, but we take entertainment for what it is, you know. So reality TV, we kind of always look at it as like, yeah, that was staged or played into or whatever. Um, do you, so you feel like you said this first season's really raw. I've only seen the first couple episodes, and yes, I'm hooked. But so why, do you believe yes. it really well? Like, do you think there was true feelings and everything? Yes, for sure. And the reason I loved it way more than most reality TV shows because yes, I'm a fan and I'll watch them. But this one felt so real to me because it actually showed all sides of a relationship. So The Bachelor is this escalated process where they get like three dates and they're they're gone. But this is like they move in together and then they have to have the challenge of living with someone and you see the fights and the real talks and the stuff they have to work out. And then they're planning this wedding. And like, for me, there's no other show that really gets in behind the scenes like that to where it's real. Like, yeah, there were cameras there and I'm sure it wasn't fully... You know, there's always some editing and reality TV and whatever, but the reason you were so connected to these couples and you wanted to see who made it and who didn't was because of like, like you looked at each one of them. And for me, it was like, those two never would have dated in real life, but they fell in love without seeing each other and their lives are so different. Can they make it work? Like, does love really conquer that? Like, you know, and at the end, there was a couple that made it to the altar And he thought that they would both say no and they would leave together to just keep dating. But she said yes. And so then when he said no, devastated her and like crushed everybody was like, no. And then they ended up on the reunion back together because they just wanted to keep dating. They didn't want to get married. And so like, there's just so many emotions there. And like, that's what draws you in, I think, and what makes it such a good season. And I'm just afraid that with season two and season three, people are going to fake that. 
to get to the altar to make it to the end, you know? Yeah, I can see it going both ways because the more seasons there are, then definitely the more that people can play into it. But at the same time, speaking from my own personal experience, I know it's different when you're in it. And even if you're a rational human being like I am, there were still moments that I was like, wow, these, you know, feelings or even if it wasn't like romantic feelings, just the intensity of being in it makes you feel and act different than you would in real life because you are concentrating on one thing day in and day out. Like you, you know, productions there to make a show. They're not going to allow you to waste their time. So you're here for a reason. So keep focusing on it. Think about the coronavirus, for example, heaven forbid, I just said it again, but we are so hyper focused on one thing and look at the good we can accomplish from it and look at the bad that it's causing. So these dating shows, when you're there and you're hyper focused on finding somebody and getting to know them, it changes the game a little bit. But I think about if I were to do a show like this. So when I first turned it on, I was like, "Mm, no, there's no way I could do this. Right. But I see the first episode, I saw the emotions and they did seem real to me. And I just, I think the hardest thing for me is I, when I'm open to it, I fall in love very easily. People think I'm so tough and aggressive, which I am on the outside. But once I allow myself to be vulnerable, like it's game on because I have such a huge heart and I want to love somebody. So my fear is if I did a show like that, I would connect with somebody or maybe two people right off the bat and develop a deep connection. My fear is if I don't have that physical attraction because that is... I don't want to sound shallow, but physical attraction, what I'm attracted to is very important to me. Um, and that's, that would be my biggest thing is like, okay, now I really care for this person. But if I don't find you that way, what do you do then? Yeah. So there were, um, I heard there were like two more or three more couples that actually coupled up that they didn't do the journey to. So, um, you know, eight or 10 or however many actually, pods and stuff that they were um they only really dove into five or six couples and one of them had that problem where she just wasn't physically attracted to him and for me that was a struggle of watching that was because it it, like she was so much older than him too and like he adored her and like was so in love with her and everybody watching was like this is so obvious that she's not into him Mm -hmm. like she's this isn't the same chemistry or physical connection and you know while some of them like jumped straight into bed when they moved in together like she didn't want to and she wasn't she wasn't on that level um and so that's always going to be a fear and I'm wondering if that happened the non-connection happened with some of the couples they didn't show because if you watch if you've watched enough previews of the episodes you know they show things that didn't actually air and so I had seen some faces when they finally meet each other for the first time. And I was like, I don't know who that is. So I'm wondering if maybe that connection, like when they saw each other for the first time, one of them was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to you at all. But that's such a big part of a relationship that like, if that's not there, like, I know you haven't seen far enough into it, but like, if you saw them for the first time, like how far would you let it go? Because she let it go all the way to the altar to let him down. And the entire world like crushed now, her for that because she should have ended it long before she did. Yeah. So my thoughts on that, and again, I can only say so much because I haven't seen it, but there's a chance that she maybe was hoping it turned around, but there's also a chance that she just wanted to prolong her TV time. Because do they like, do, are they sent home once 
like they if they decide not to stay together are they just like off the show or how does it work are they voted off the island yeah i i assume so but because nobody left i mean they all stayed as couples until the wedding day yeah and then the wedding day was whether they made it or they didn't make it so like i'd be curious to see how it pans out but i will tell you um even if you're (laughs) there for the right reasons or wrong reasons (laughs) another cliche phrase um when you're in it you just aren't as rational so it's hard because you don't want to hurt somebody especially on national tv but you have to think of the bigger picture you're going to end up hurting them anyway if you're not being true to yourself and the process so That's why, I mean, dating in real life is tough, um, let alone when everybody's going to judge every decision you make, you know, that affects you, that affects you in the back of your mind. Yeah. So the, I guess the bottom line is like, could you be super real on that? And I mean, do you extend your TV time or do you break it off early on? Because you know, that's what's best. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think you should apply. (laughs) Well, (laughs) physical attraction can change though, because I will tell you, um, if you lined up all of my exes, right? I clearly, even though I have a very distinct kind of stereotype that I'm attracted to, I don't think not a, a single one of my exes fits that stereotype because I've always fallen in love with the personality. So I do know mm-hmm. that personality would overrule in a connection over physical. But if I don't have any physical, I can't force that. It's no different. I still have to have somewhat of a spiritual connection. Like I don't have to have identical views, but I need to have a sense of spiritual connection, physical connection, like even sexually, like sex is a huge part of a relationship. So if you had everything else on point, but in the bedroom, you just couldn't be, that is going to be a factor for me because I don't want mediocrity in any part of my life. You know, so I think the show is amazing that it opens you up to people you wouldn't otherwise meet. I love that. I probably need something like that. This whole swipe left economy, it's too easy to swipe like a hundred profiles before you even take five seconds to actually look at one. And that's Mm -hmm. not fair. I probably looked over a lot of great guys and had they walked up to me at the bar confidently, we probably would have had a conversation, made me laugh and would have went on a date. But on Tinder, I'm like, nope. Oh, by the mm-hmm. way, I signed up for that new dating app that you sent me. The League. Oh, yeah. The one that came on. It was just like an ad on my thing and yep. I thought of you. <laughs> so I already deleted Tinder and Bumble. I had enough. Like I just can't <laughs> with these dating apps. And I looked at that and the person who was in the ad I was like okay okay he's cute he's tall he's got a great job like and so then I looked into it and signed up well then I found out there's a waiting list like you don't even get in it right away I think it literally said I was 3,000 out of 6,000 on the waiting list for Omaha alone and I was like 526,000 in the world I'm like okay so whatever so I signed up and ignored it but then I got an email that said I was in and it gives you five matches a day. That's it. And then you have to wait till the next evening to look. So it kind of helps you slow down because if I don't build any connections with anybody, um, and I liked this. So I actually had an email from my concierge or however you say it, (laughs) um, that said somebody power liked you, which means they pay money to make sure that their profile shows up in your five. Oh, wow. And he was able to send a message through this person and it said, I just think we would really hit it off. I'd love to get to know you. An interesting thing, he's the only person that I clicked like on so far that's been shown to me. And I clicked it before I saw the email with the person. I didn't know he had power liked me. So Mm -hmm. he snuck his way in there and, you know, we just started talking. But it's an interesting app 
for sure. So if anyone out there is like a dating pro and failing at it miserably right now, like me, um, <laughs> maybe consider checking out the league if you want to, you know, run with a different breed for a little while. So we'll see. I don't know. It's brand new to me. Well, and if anybody needs some single dating humor during this quarantine, um, I'll give a plug to one of my favorite podcasts, which is Girls Gotta Eat. And they did yes. a full episode on dating under quarantine and all how there's no rules. You can have 15 boyfriends because you can't even go out to meet them. So it doesn't matter. Like it was a great episode. So check them out if you're single and need some laughs. I find myself running into the problem that because the whole multitasking thing comes into play again. And I'm like, I'm sorry, did we already talk about this? Because I'm having troubles keeping track. Was that you or was that somebody else? <laughs> I love it. No. But anyway, so Love is Blind is a good one to watch. I've heard a lot about Tiger King, but have not seen that yet. What's that supposed to be about? It's all over Twitter right now. A redneck in Oklahoma that has pet tigers. <laughs> I think. Wow. I don't How did know. this come to make TV? <laughs> They're desperate right now, I guess, for content. <laughs> um, I got all caught up on Stumptown. I, I love that, that show. One that one's on Hulu, but I would highly recommend because that was really, really good. Um, it's like just season one. It's been airing on um, ABC or something, but that one is really good. We've watched a lot of the Avengers movies over because I love those movies. They're so funny. I, I can't wait for more to come out. Yeah, I wonder if everything's going to still come out when it's scheduled or if they're going to push things back because people can't be at the theater. Like that's where they make all their money unless they're going to come up with some sort of streaming thing, but that's still not the same experience as being in the theater. I mean, I think they would push back the launch date for it, but it's a matter of if they're still filming. Because yeah. if you have a scene with 200 extras, like, they're not going to put 200 of you in a room. <laughs> Everybody six feet apart at all times. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, are they able to finish filming these so they can edit them and get them out? So I guess we'll see. Yeah, I haven't really started any new shows yet. I'm, I think I want to check out The Lion King because that's what's called, right? Did I call it the right thing? Okay. The Tiger Tiger King. King. <laughs> shows up what that I am. Um, but I'm still getting caught up on like, I do have a handful of shows that I love. I love Empire. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, Grey's Anatomy, of course, that was one I always watched with my daughter. And um, uh, the Nebraska one with Dax Shepard. Why can't I think of it right now? What it's called? Bless This Mess. Okay. <laughs> oh, Bless This Mess. Yeah. And I have been keeping up with bless this mess too even though it's far-fetched in terms of like you know making kind of making fun of nebraska i just like the light-hearted humor in it you know yeah i loved um younger i which, did too that was a great one and if you liked that the bold type is another one that's very similar but about three girls I saw kind of one. in the same pr industry um i did really like that show too those are definitely chick flicks though yeah. so so <laughs> well for our female audience can you imagine why i personally liked younger i feel like it was my story <laughs> yeah it was all about you <laughs> her daughter growing up and then getting older and doesn't need her anymore and then she's like trying to find herself and trying to get back in the workforce and then dating younger people and everybody thinks she's younger and i was like okay okay this kind of sounds a little familiar but <laughs> it was funny and if you want to get a little bit more hardcore um the handmaid's tale if anybody followed that i think season three is where they're at um 
it's about like their country being taken over and the rich people are the ones that get to live freely and everybody else is their servants and slaves and like the servants have the babies of the white man and then they white man and woman raise them like it's this very like cruel world that they're living in and it's about one of the girls who tries to escape and steals her baby back and all of this so it's it's a crazy show i think that's part of the reason that sounds so good and then i remember seeing the preview for it and there's so many other shows that i'm like i read the synopsis or whatever i'm like okay this looks really good i think that's part of the reason i hold back from starting something because i have the addictive personality that i want to keep watching like i'll watch till four in the morning to find out what happens next so then it's only been a week and i'm already on season four so i usually (laughs) just pump the brakes and be like okay don't even start it but there are so many shows out there today it's almost impossible to pick one to start but i would love to hear from everybody out there what your favorite shows are what you were doing to pass the time right now since we all seem to have a little extra time on our hands yeah i'm gonna have to find something to watch i just need some recommendations well you can slide into our dms and let us know (laughs) (laughs) hey baby slide in my dms and tell me what you're watching on netflix you want to netflix and chill (laughs) from a distance separately separately. (laughs) and then when this is over stay separate (laughs) stay separate for sure Yeah, so we love your Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus or Amazon Prime (laughs) suggestions, whatever you watch on. Um, If you're hooked on TV like me, I have them all. So go ahead and tell me your favorites. We'd love to hear that on through email or Instagram, any of our social media. Um, And then we will be back next week. In, back in our semi-normal fashion with as a, normal another, as we can get <laughs> as, as normal, normal as, as we can, can get, get. <laughs> um, we do have another guest next week a reality TV show star so stay tuned we're excited to launch that one um, and yeah get back to normal or if you want to be a part of this conversation remember hashtag alone together hashtag stay home hashtag I'm so bored I'm going out of my mind we would love to hear from you guys <laughs> so hashtag until get spicy <laughs> yeah And yeah, along with our guest next week, we are about to launch the website. So stay tuned for that. You can um, listen to all the videos on there, watch them on YouTube, as well as see more about our sponsors and find all of our discount codes. We're really excited to share that with you. We'd also love to hear from you in any way, shape or form. So you can find us on Instagram Um, individually. It's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-A-Y-T-H-E-R-E-S-E. And I am Kaylee at M-I-S-S-C-A-L-I-M-A-R-I-E or find our podcast page at Spicy Margarita's Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. We have email too, but social is probably the best way to reach us. So we'd love to hear from you. (laughs) 